Garten. I'm a first year master student at McGill University and I'm working under Professor Corinne Hoosley. So I'm uh, working on developing a perfusible uh, encapsulation device to facilitate islet transplantation. So like uh, type 1 diabetes is characterized by the destruction of beta cells by the host immune system and the main reliable treatment now is islet transplantation. But the main drawback in islet transplantation is the like uh, right after transplantation there is an initial hypoxic condition which leads to the majority loss of the transplant islets. So people uh, like uh, rely on uh, like constantly topping up, to topping up the islet population that further put uh, like a demand on the existing uh, source of islets which is now for for now it's the uh, uh, pancreatic islets from dead donors. So the, here my idea is to create a perfusible channel inside the macro encapsulation device so that the cells are, um, are like fed uh, internally so that we can prevent that initial hypoxic condition. So basically I'm, um, I'm relying on uh, the sacrificial sugar structures to uh, fabricate my device. I'll 3D print or cast the sugar structures initially and I will dip code into the polymer. And when the sugar structure are dissolved, we can uh, obtain a hollow like a pouch-like structure with a vascular channel inside. So in the, the fabrication part, I, you can clearly see the cross-section. So this is the dip-coated sugar and the needle and this is the post-resolution, device post-resolution and this is a cross-section with a vascular channel and a pouch surrounding it. So this pouch I can utilize to put cells inside them and I can pass blood through or uh, nutrient-rich media through the device so that the cells are well fed. And, and device characterization and some analysis uh, to assess the porosity because uh, this device re mainly rely on the diffusion of uh, ma mass from the blood or media to the cells. So porosity is an important factor. So I optimize the concentration of the polymer so that it's ma most porous while also maintaining a good tensile strength and swelling ratio. So this is uh, these data represent the porosity and I opt for the 60% porogen with the porogen size of 40 to 75 microns porogen that uh, like obtained the most porosity and I also did an inviter perfusion with min6 I connected the device uh, in, in uh, like a makeshift bioreactor and I perfused that with nutrient rich media for like 48 hours and I did a uh, viability uh, assessment on min6 inside the device so I did two variations of the device one is a three millimeter uh, wide device and another six millimeter wide device and, and this gel is the, like the cross-section of the gel like cell ladle gel inside the device so this is 3mm one and 6mm one and looking at the viability profile we can see that the viable cells which are green colors, like green fluorescent signals, it's present throughout the like entirety of the gel whereas in the 6mm device the viable cell signals ends here well here only we can see the dead cells. So clearly there is a diffusion threshold to this device like the in the given flow rate. Yeah. So like further my goal is to optimize the size of the device for the given flow rate and the cell number, number of cells I am putting it in. So we also did an in vivo like, um, trial surgery on rat cadavers just to uh, see whether the size of the device is like, possible to be implanted as an interposition graft. So like, uh, we, uh, this is actually the third iteration of the device, third prototype. Like Initially I did, did a 3 centimeter one that was too big so this is a sub centimeter device and yeah this is now possible to be implanted. And uh, my uh, final idea is to put sensor cell eyelets into the device to like further uh, because uh, like I said there is a, a big deal of demand on the pancreatic eyelets from the dead donor so stem cell derived eyelets is uh, like way to go like that's my opinion so like yeah. Yeah, people are like yeah, as we see a same in the presentation like people are working like highly towards that so my goal is to put stem uh, cell derived eyelets and uh, implant that at uh, diabetic rat models and people achieved uh, like. Uh, 
with uh, implanting rat islets of like 2000 to 3000 islets uh, achieve like a diabetes reversal so if i am putting the similar amount of uh, cells in like stem cell derived islets inside the device and implanting into diabetic models so i'm hoping to achieve diabetes reversal or at least a glucose tolerance for a considerable amount of time so that's my future goal for this project and how how big would this device be if you put it in a human like in a person my size uh, Yep, uh, in uh, we in, my, in our lab we also developing like human scale devices with uh, this is single channel one. We are developing a nine channel one as well. Yeah. That's uh, uh, around like ten centimeter long and uh, like uh, five centimeter wide, like a uh, diameter. Yeah. So that's pretty big device and like it also has its own like uh, diffusion limitations and all. We are in the process of optimizing that. We also like uh, testing those devices in porcine models. So like we are yet to like implant them in porcine models and rat yeah. models and get the data like blood interaction with the material and like and study the things like thrombosis, platelet addition, and further like uh, if you want to do any surface modification to like uh, uh, like promote endothelialization, so that gives a direction to uh, explore too. Very exciting! Thank you very much. Yep, thank you very much.